This audio album is presented by Colleen Callahan Consultancy. I'm Colleen Callahan, sharing a conversation I had with my 97-year-old Aunt Nita Erdman. Aunt Nita's maiden name was Callahan, and she was my dad, Fran Callahan's youngest sister. This audio album reflects her memories, thoughts, sense of humor, and her opinions. for doing this. There's no uh, right or wrong thing to say or do. I just want to make sure that I know as much as I can about our family. And my first question is, what do you remember about growing up where you were born? Where were you born and what was it like then? Well, I grew up across from where you were born. Right. And uh, I lived there until we, oh, after I was in high school. Was everybody born there? Jean was born in the hospital. Otherwise, we were all born at at home. Okay. And when Jean Jean was home, uh, born, uh, we were all so surprised. Because they didn't tell us that she was going to have a baby. She just got bigger dresses and um, she was kind of plump anyway, so we didn't know it. And the, that morning, uh, she and Dad were out of the house, and we couldn't figure out where in the world they could be that something happened to her. And uh, pretty soon, Dad came home, uh, and he says, Well, you got a new baby brother. And we were shocked. And Jody was, I remember it so well, Jody was standing on the stove, our old kitchen stove, and I was supposed to be drying the dishes, and she just burst out in tears. She says, we can't afford another baby. That was in 1933, you know. So, but she got over that. She, <laughs> she loved him just as much as the rest of us. But he had asthma real dad or hay fever or I don't know what and sometimes he'd have to to get choked he got choked and Jody just picked him up his feet and turned him upside down he even pat and he came right out of it (laughs) so he wasn't meant to be a farmer (laughs) no no, he was not well growing up where you did and at that time when you didn't talk about pregnancy or giving birth you no. all of a sudden you had a, a, a new baby brother what was the farmstead like then what what did you do at that site and what was everybody's responsibility well I remember I had to carry in the co- cobs and the coal and empty the pot because we had no bathroom we had no electricity and uh Every, uh, what else? Oh, we we helped do chores. Sometimes we milked. Did, so did you have hogs and cattle and horses and sheep or no no sheep no sheep. Uh, we had mi- milking cows. Those I think probably about ten. I remember we mil- milked seven. And but Gus did a lot of the the milking. I don't remember Dad milking. 
there uh he was pretty good at farming out the the chores wasn't he <laughs> well he he did what he had to do <laughs> he was more of a what he was a smart man he he did a lot of you know there was the farmers union and and different things so he was busy now, did Uncle Gus, who was Grandma Callahan's brother, did he live with you all the time? All the time that I lived there. Uh, and he never married? He never married. Okay. And so he was sort of like the in-house hired man. I guess you'd say that. Mm-hmm. And he loved the kids, little kids. Uh, and he was good to all of us. Now, you said Grandpa Callahan was a smart man. And he did a, a lot of things, uh, and he did what he had to do as far as chores. But I, I looked through some pictures last night. He sold seed corn, too, I remember. And he sold, uh, he worked on the road with another man to sell oil. And I remember they had an accident, car accident, and the man was killed. And that was a terrible thing for Dad, get over. It wasn't Dad's fault, but I mean, they were good friends. Yeah. So everybody, it was an agrarian society then, and pretty much everybody lived on a farm. But back to Grandpa and him being smart and doing different things, you talked about him selling seed corn. So I found a picture of him with the decalb seed uh, in the back. And then... There's this picture. I, d- I don't know what this is uh, about exactly or who these people are, but cl- but Grandpa's in a suit. I mean, so he always did a lot of things that were, it seems to me, trying to make things better. Yeah. And he, and he got involved in politics, so here's yeah. a, a he's picture with a governor. Mm-hmm. And then, he looks mean there, doesn't he? He looks very serious, <laughs> yes, he, he does. Oh yeah, this was their. Uh, I I think I have one similar, and I always had a hard. Time who's whose family is that in that picture? Is that Callahan's or Myers or both, or neither? Oh, that's the Callahan's. That's the Callahan's. Okay. There's Dad by the tree. And you said growing. Growing up, you seemed to do more things with the Myers than you did the Callahans. Is that right? Well, I don't know. We went; they were farther away. We went there more, um, and we stayed with uh, Grandma and Grandpa a few days. Meyer, M- Meyer, okay. And uh, Aunt Millie lived there, and, and we just stayed there. But I don't remember ever staying at, oh, Uncle Ed. We, Uncle Ed, we went there a lot. Okay, Ed Callahan, right. And we love, he loved to play cards, and so did we. And uh, their children were about the same as ours. So we had a good time with it. So the card playing must come from the Callahan side then. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it is. When, When we'd go to Milford to see the folks... Dad say, get the cards, Helen. <laughs> you learn a lot. Oh, yeah. A lot. I, I do remember that. 
Well, I was looking through my dad's uh, baby book last night, and Grandma Callahan wrote about his first road trip, and they went to Indiana to see Uncle Art, who was Grandpa Callahan's brother. So they went, and he owned the car dealership. Mm-hmm. Um, did you make that trip, too? Did they take you? To visit Uncle Art and Aunt, uh, Aunt Charlotte? Well, I remember that we went there, but they we stayed there, too, Jody and I. And I know Aunt Charlotte said I was the nosiest kid she ever saw. <laughs> well, Why? I was about probably eight or nine. Well, I all, if I didn't know something, I'd ask. <laughs> so she and they didn't have any children, did no, they? No, they didn't have any children. But Uncle Art, we couldn't walk over to the garage, it was closed, and he was always fun with us. Well, the thing that that Grandma wrote about um, taking this trip, uh, so my dad was was just little. He was an infant, and she writes about he was very good on the trip, um, but she said... um, we were all glad to be home, and so was Fran. There's no place like home. Yeah. And when I read that, I, I thought about my dad because he, he traveled a lot, you know, judging uh, hog shows and also showing at hog shows and delivering pigs to people that, that he'd sold pigs, but he always liked to be home at night. So I thought all the way back, he, he, he liked being home. Well, that's like taking a trip. When I'm gone about three or four days, I'm ready to come home. I mean, you just, it, you like to be home. Yeah, right. Um, what do you remember the most about uh, Grandpa Joe, your dad? Everybody liked him. He always taught us to be honest. Don't lie, because if you lie, you'll steal. And uh, he he had a joke for everything. <laughs> and he was never, he really didn't discipline much. Mom did all the discipline. But one time we were doing something, we lost the keys to the car. And that time, he had to be somewhere. And that time, he, he just wasn't very happy with us at all. What did he do? Well, he didn't bank us, but the way he talked to us, because he never talked to us like that before. What do you remember the most about Grandma, your mom? She was always working. She had that apron on. She'd wear an apron. And um, she always wanted to go to church. And we had a big garden. Oh, and we canned so much, or she did. Because those were rough days. And I remember they were putting those lines in. I don't know what you call them. Um, they weren't really telephone lines, but maybe they were long-distance lines or something. And uh, it was a lot of WPA workers. And sometimes they'd have too much bread. And they'd give it to us. And you needed it. 
We needed it. Yeah, yeah. I meant you were glad to get it, I would say. Yeah. They were. I remember um, Grandma as being um, kind Mm -hmm. and always working, as you said, and and cooking, and then cleaning up after everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Even the pigs, because she loved her flower gardens outside. And then the pigs would get out, and they'd root around in the, in the flower beds. And she didn't get angry very often, but I remember her being angered at, at the pigs for getting into her flowers. Do you remember things like that? I remember we had, uh, she made a rock garden, and uh, we had flowers in it. And a pig came and rooted <laughs> in there, and she was really upset. <laughs> Another thing I, I remember, and I, I don't know if you recall this or if it's a fable, but um, I was told that Grandpa would sometimes say to Grandma, the Irish and the Dutch, they don't amount to much, but I'd rather be an Irish than a dirty darn Dutch. And she didn't like hearing that because she was German. Well, it wasn't exactly like that. How did it go? Uh, she, she, you, I am Irish and you are Dutch, but it takes uh, Irishmen to beat the Dutch. Oh. But they didn't end that other, <laughs> other in there. So they, the Grandma and Grandpa kind of, I, I guess, teased each other back and forth maybe about that. But the other thing that I remember, and you said Grandma always wanted to go to church. Mm-hmm. Um, Grandpa always took her to church because she didn't drive and he did but as i recall he didn't he didn't join the church but he always took her is is that right mm-hmm. and i remember also another story i don't know if this is true or not either but it would it would anger her when grandpa would talk about the the lutherans and the catholics and in 1960 when President Kennedy ran for office as a Catholic, mm-hmm. that was that was difficult for Grandma because she was a very devout German Lutheran. Mm-hmm. And I remember someone telling me that Grandpa would say, oh, Helen, come on. You know, all, Mo- all Martin Luther was was just a dissatisfied Catholic. And she didn't like hearing that. Do you, is that true? Do you remember that? I don't know, but I, he did not go to church. But when he got older and they lived in town, he did. And, you know, you... There was one minister, though, that just ticked him off. That, And, you know, sometimes that stays in your mind. Mm-hmm. And so he wouldn't go. So he wouldn't. And you, it's interesting, just an observation. You and Aunt Jody uh, were like Grandma Callahan in that regard, about going to church and... And the boys, Uncle Gene and my dad, were more like their dad on how they approached that. Is, is, is that right? Yeah. But, you know, Gene would call every once in a while, and he would say, you and Jody are a lot more religious than I am. I said, Gene, it doesn't have anything to do with religion. I says, do you believe in Jesus Christ died for you? Oh, Yeah. So that made me feel a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> See, it, it's in there, but they don't 
I don't I don't know what what why it's like that, but it is. I always thought that both Uncle Gene and my dad were two of the most Christian people I knew because they they were kind to people, they were good to people, and they wanted to help people, but they weren't religious. Mm. But they were Christian. Mm-hmm. Is that a fair assessment? Well, just helping people don't get into heaven, you know that. Yeah, right. But if they truly believe that Jesus Christ died for their sins, and they believe that, I think that they're up there. Yeah, then you're okay with that. Well, that's all you need to that's know. Right. That's right, that's right, that's right. The other things that I, I wanted to talk about, um, where you grew up, as you said, across from where I grew up, then you eventually moved from there. I never lived in town. Did you live down at the other farm, though, where Grandma and Grandpa lived when we'd go have Christmas oh, oh, together? Oh, yes, yes. Did you live there at that farm? Yes. Mm-hmm. How was that different from where you were born? Oh, it was nicer. It was nicer, the uh, it had a basement fixed up that you could play cars in or entertain, or and the rooms were well. It was just a nicer house, and uh, well, we did have electricity though before we moved there, but uh, I don't know if we had a bathtub or not. Did you live there when it was Callahan Brother Chester White's, and they'd have the hog sales there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you help Grandma with the food and feeding all the people that came? Not too much because I was in school. Okay, so by that time you had gone on to college. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you and Aunt Jody both went to ISU mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and both became teachers. Mm-hmm. Did Aunt Jody teach? Oh yeah, she taught Jean. Oh, she she said that was the worst year she ever had. So I had a chance that I could have uh, taught Mark. And I told the superintendent, I said, there's no way I will teach my own child. So they t- t- switched classes. Instead of my teaching fifth grade, I taught fourth grade so that I wouldn't have it. What kind of teacher were you? Strict. Give me an example. <laughs> I don't know if I should. <laughs> <laughs> Did it happen? Was it true? Well, sure. Well, then true. it's okay to tell. <laughs> What's the story? Well, this one boy, he made cat sounds all the time. And he'd, th- he'd think that I didn't know what was going on at all. So one day I had kept him after school, and I said... I'm going to have you make those sounds for a half an hour till you get your fill of making those sounds, and I don't want to hear them in the classroom again. <laughs> what did he do? He came, he made the sounds. I don't know if it was for half an hour or not, but uh, he didn't make those cat sounds anymore. <laughs> uh, um, I want to go back to when you were still... Uh, in in grade school, and my dad would tell the story, and, and I, again, I, I don't know if this is exactly how it went or if I even remember it correctly, but you'd ride the horse, 
and the bridge was out, and then they fixed it, and then it said load limit, so many tons. And so he made you and Aunt Jody get off the horse, and he led the horse across. Is that is that right? It's true. <laughs> That's what you call stupidness. <laughs> What what tell tell it you tell it instead of me what was it so you well there there was a flood and the bridge was sort of upside you know slanted and we were scared to walk across it and so they or we decided that the horse shouldn't take us across that was it because he was so big and heavy so so we let him across. <laughs> So the same weight. <laughs> you just weren't on top of the horse. You were leading him across. What are some other uh, stories like that that you can think of that involve your your brother and sister? Well, Gene was always late to school. He was always late to school. And when he came, he used hair oil. He had so much hair oil, I think it was dripping down his ear. Was this Uncle Gene or my dad? Your dad. Yeah, oh, my dad. Okay, yeah. And and uh, I got I got away from him. Uh, and he'd do that every morning, and that's I guess why he was late to school. So he he primped so much. <laughs> Can you imagine that? So he was he did in his pictures that his hair is always slicked back, oiled yeah, back. Yeah. And one day the teachers whipped him. And then, and then I cried and cried because I didn't want him to get whipped. But it was because he was always late. Well, I also told the story that as the oldest, he would he went to school first, of course, before you and Aunt Jody. Oh, this but, is high school, probably. Well, this is yes, this was probably high school. But when he was little, they. Grandma would send him off to school, but he'd he'd just stay underneath the bridge that you were talking about uh-huh. that you led the horse across. Uh-huh. And then there was a teacher meeting or something, and she asked Grandma about how Fran was feeling, and she said, why, has he been sick? And she said, well, he hasn't been to school for weeks. And he'd just get to the bridge, he said, and skip rocks and stuff, and then go home but he wasn't there enough he had to take first grade over again <laughs> do you do, do you ha- know that story I, no i didn't he would tell that himself um so when we're back to, when to, to like stories that you remember about you and your brothers and sisters what about the chicken house oh well i know i set the house on fire one of the hired men they always had hired men and they slept upstairs, and he had a gun. And he shot a hole in the floor. And I kind of like to strike matches. And I'd strike matches and put them down that hole. No, but no, I strike matches. Well, there's dust in there, you know, and it started a fire. And so we always had pots. We didn't have, and I poured the... The pea pot? They poured the pea down the hole to put out the fire? Uh You don't need to print that. (laughs) Well, speaking of that, I I think I knew that, but what I 
remember my dad saying was is that when that hired man shot the gun through the hole and it went through the upstairs and then the downstairs again, you guys, you guys were in the kitchen when that happened. I don't know about that. <laughs> so you might not have been there when the hole got no created, right. but you sure oh, did yeah. use the hole to start the fire. <laughs> what my mother put up with. What other ornery things did you do? Me? Yeah. Climb the windmill. I just love to get up there and see out and mother stand down below and get down from there, get down from there. And in the elevator in the, to the crib, I'd crawl up, up that. So would you say of the four children, were you the most adventurous or most most daredevilish? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. Jean and Fran were. Uh, Jean was younger and Fran was older, so I don't know about all about what they did either, though. But Jody, she, I don't think she was too adventurous. She was the steady person. <laughs> um, Dick, was there something else you thought that was a good one about the fire? I thought it was No, is there another one? Something else that you. Know that you want to ask well, about? I I did it. I put tried it in the chicken nest too. Oh, you started the chicken nest on fire? Mm-hmm. I thought he could put it out fast, but it didn't go too fast. Huh? What happened? Oh, somebody come and help me, Gus. Probably <laughs> Gus was our buddy. Did it burn it down? Oh no! Oh no! Um. Grandma always worked, as we've said, and she was always cooking. What were the things that she cooked that you remember? Chicken and noodles. They were the best. You remember? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, she made pies. We she- always had plenty to eat because she canned so much. We had her pork and beef and and she didn't usually use the recipe. It was a handful of this and a handful of that. I remember for breakfast, when I would stay there, she would take um, like a soft-boiled egg or a poached egg and then break up bread in it, put it in a cup, coffee cup. Uh-huh. And to this day, I love eating that. It's one of my favorite breakfast meals. Did she fix that for you? I don't remember. I love that. Um, So when you uh, left home and you went to ISU, Mm -hmm. uh, you majored in education, you became a teacher, but you also met somebody there that influenced the rest of your life. Talk about that. Talk about Uncle Myron. Well, I met a few others before. Okay, talk about them. But no, but in my mind I had some things that I wanted. I wanted a farmer, and I wanted a a good Christian and a friendly person. Those were my goals, and I got them. (laughs) You did, in spades, Mm -hmm. you did. When did you meet Uncle Myron? Uh, well, 
they had a, what they call a Lutheran club, and I was supposed to give a prayer. And the only way you got there was by a bus. And the buses didn't always run on time. Well, I was late. And it so happened that my seat was right by his. And that's how I met him. And so you met Uncle Myron at the um, Lutheran uh, meeting mm-hmm. um, while you were students mm-hmm. at ISU. Mm-hmm. What did you do then for, for dates? Which we went shows at that time. and um, He lived on a farm. So you said you wanted a farmer. Well, he was going to school. Right, but, but, but he grew up on a farm. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Did they have dairy like you have dairy now? They had probably about 12 cows, milk cows. His mother, his father died when he was just real, real young. You knew that. Mm-hmm. And Grandma Urban kept all four boys on the farm. And... Uh, I'm sure they, when she got married, all of the children got 240 acres paid for. So that that helped a lot. But things were rough at that time, too, you know. And he was a master farmer when he was a senior, I guess. But he didn't, uh, his brother Vern, which is war, and so he didn't finish school. I meant he went two years, but he didn't get his degree. Oh, okay. But he was not too crazy about school, so he he wrestled in um, college, and uh, he, he he enjoyed that. Well, he he played football too. Was it difficult to pay for a college education then? I had it. Uh, scholarship, and I worked for my house, and I worked at the drugstore cooking. So my, well, the folks didn't have any money, so you had to go on your own, or you don't, I wouldn't be able to go. Once in a while, they give me a $5 check, but outside of that, I put myself through school. But what it costs now is just amazing to me. Did your um, cousins go to college? I mean, as you've said, you, you went. Aunt Jody got a teaching certificate. Uncle Gene got a college degree. My, my dad did not, and, and I think later regretted that. But I think Dad was a little disappointed, but the rest of us all went and got her degrees and well Jody she went to the two year at that time where you could be a teacher oh so she got a teaching certificate mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. a lot of people did at that time so. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up Aunt Nita I, my dad actually told that that story himself about being registered at Purdue and it came time to go and he had a job on the on the swine farm mm-hmm he was at a state fair showing hogs when it was time to leave uh, for college, and, and you're right, he just he just didn't go. And I heard him say that uh, he should have gone. Yeah. Yeah. So if he disappointed I Grandpa, I think he probably was disappointed in himself ultimately. Yeah. 
I never heard him say that, but. Yeah. I think back to generation. I don't know if of Dick's, Dick's mom and dad, Dick's parents, not his grandparents, his parents only went to the eighth grade. And you, all those Callahan's, Joe Callahan's kids, for the most part, went to college. That seems rare to me, was it? Well, I didn't think of it that way then. But... Uh, it says a lot about Grandma and Grandpa, though, that they encouraged all of you to do that. I guess. Although they just kind of let us decide on our own. Did they? They did say, I don't want you to go, or I don't remember any of that. So they let you be independent. We were kind anyway. <laughs> When my mom and dad got married, I remember they lived in the milk house. Mm -hmm. Talk about what that milk house was, and were you surprised that they actually took up a, a residence in, in that milk house? Well, kind of, but she had it fixed up so cute. It was just really homey, and at the time, that's all they needed, you know. Yeah, it, it was. I mean, to hear you say that, my mom had a real knack for making things look nice. Yeah, she did. She did. Um, and then, but there was no bathroom, so they'd have yeah. to go across the, <laughs> uh, across and through the through the gate and into yeah. the house next door down to the basement to go yeah. to the bathroom. Yeah. Talk about um, you and Uncle Myron, and then starting your family, and your business? Well, when we got married, we didn't have any money. Dad gave us five gilts, and um, I tutored, and, and then I uh, substituted for when somebody was sick to help a little. And we had a, a lot of chickens. And that was the rare, our income. And then you started your family. Mm -hmm. Did you teach while your kids were young? I didn't start teaching until Mark was in the... I evidently started teaching when he was first grade. You said about your teaching career that you were strict. Did you ever have students come back to you later and say, thank you for making me do that? No, but a lot of them would come back and, and talk to me. Well, one thing that Brittany wants to know is, who in the family was Grandpa Fran named after? How did he get his name Fran? His, his grandmother's name Dad's mother's name was Frances, and I suppose that's how they, because there were boy names and girl names, and I, I imagine that's how he got his name. Well, that's what he thought, that it was an Aunt Frances or a Grandma Frances or somebody, and yeah. then the, the Frances girl is with an E, and the boy uh -huh. Frances is with an uh -huh. I. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, I would imagine it would be Dad's mother. Okay. All right. Um, 
And Brittany wants to know what Grandpa Fran was like as a child and then as a young man. What was he like as a child? I know he always flipped us with the dish towel. And that really hurt. And Dad get after him sometimes for doing it. You know, I don't know because, see, I'm, he's so much older than I am that it's hard to remember. Down at Jody's, she'd know because they were only two years apart. But you say in high school, so as a young man then, <laughs> what you remember is he was always late because he was... Well, no, I don't know if that was high school, though. Oh, could have been. It was great. grade school. <laughs> so even then he was, he was working on his oh, hair. Yeah. Yeah. Proud of his hair. The girls always liked him. <laughs> I know that. And this is another question from Brittany. What did Aunt Nita love the most about Grandpa Fran? He was good to me. He was very good to me. That's what I liked. I mean, even though he was older... He would do different things for me. Even after he swatted you with the towel when yeah, you were little? Yeah, He'd probably do that today. <laughs> well, Brittany's been looking into some of the family history, and she'd like to know if you remember anything about Grandma Callahan's dad. So your your grandpa Meyer, what about his family? There are there any names that you recall? Well, he came over here as a foster child, and he lived with a family for I don't know how long. Somehow he was able to to uh, buy land. He bought some land, but something happened that he he lost it. And uh, in his later years, uh, I know the family had to send him so much money. Well, there were several kids a month to help him get by. He was a janitor at the church, I know. Who, who came directly from Germany? Grandma and Grandpa Meyer. Okay. But not, they weren't on the same boat or anything. So they met after they each came to the United States from Germany. And I don't know anything about that. Now, like Mom, she went to German school, you know. Her spelling, did it show up in it? In the writing in it in France book? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. She, she, she'd she spell it like it sounds. Right. Yeah, no, here's... Here. I, I think it's wood or something that we used to get so tickled out of. She had you know, those black hairs in her chin. <laughs> yeah. She always says, I need plugging. <laughs> so this this was in my dad's baby book, and when you... When you turn the page, you'll see her. You'll see her writing. Does that look like her writing? Well, this, this, know. this is back here when she talks about the trip that they took to Indiana to see Uncle Art. 
she was real good about writing his first words, his first step. Did, did she keep a baby book like this for you? I never did see it. <laughs> Here it is. Here she it is. didn't have time. Oh, she wrote all this. Yeah. It was, it was, it's a long story. I don't know who these ladies are, except Mom. Now this... They look awful sober. This, this is Grandpa, I know. That's Mr. Plummer. And that over there is uh, Mr. Decker. But I don't know who that is, do you? It looks like Don Decker to me. It's Don Decker's dad. Yep. That's Don Decker's dad. Oh. You know, it does look like Don. Oh. Who's that guy? That's Mr. Plummer. Yeah. I don't know. I, I have seen the face, but was that the school board or something? Or what was Well, it? I don't I don't know. There's um now, here's a picture. Grandpa leading the band. What was that from? Probably a joke. <laughs> I don't recognize anybody in the band, do you? Was he on the school board? Because these... Well, I don't remember that he was. These are more pictures from that same setting. That's. It looks to me like it's at the Milford High School gym because that's where the stage is. Yeah. And you went to high school there, too, didn't you? I don't know. It must have been a special occasion. Mom and Dad both have yeah. flowers. Yeah. Do you know who any of these people are? It's a big group. Well, there's Dad. So, this is my dad. See how slick With the bow tie. You picked him out, didn't you? Yeah. Yep. Who are these people? Oh, this must be Grandpa Callahan. My Grandpa Callahan's dad? My dad's father. Yeah. I think this is brothers and sisters. Oh. Because this looks like, I can't put a name to it, though. That's Grandpa Callahan's father? I think so. Mm-hmm. Huh. Same here? Who are those guys? I have no idea. That's not going to Uncle Gene had those pictures, and he gave them to me. Well, too bad they didn't write. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. Now, in this one, this is at the farm. Yeah. That's and this is... Charlie Callahan, yeah, I know. That's his truck, of course. And then here's my dad. And I think they probably sold that pig, and they were getting ready to load it. On the oh, that's the one they were going to ship by air. It, oh, really? Mm-hmm. This is Fran, and this yeah. is Chuck. Oh, that, um, he's the egg teacher here. It's a tall man. Really? Oh. So they sold this pig to go? Well, they flew one, and that's what I think this was. Where was it going? I don't know. Huh, overseas? Overseas, yeah. He was he was really a good egg shooter. I can't think of his name. Now this is a pretty good picture, though. Yeah, it is. Uncle Gene had that one too. Poor mom. 
can wear those terrible glasses. Yeah. Now, do you remember when she had her cataract surgery? Mm-hmm. Talk about that. Well, she was in the hospital for probably a week, and they had to put, uh, they wouldn't let her comb her hair. Her, uh, they had, her meals were soft. I don't know about walking. They surely let her walk. But it was so different when I had mine. My Have dad, you had yours yet? My dad said he remembers her having to lie in bed still. And they'd put, like, something over her eyes and then, like, sandbags on either oh, yeah. side so she yeah. wouldn't move. Do yeah. you remember that? Mm-hmm. Just think what how it's progressed. What do you remember about... Grandpa Callahan's relationship with Grandma Callahan as it related to him, her never driving, and she was dependent on him to take her places. And Oh, I don't think he minded at all. Did she? Well, I don't think so. Would you have liked that? She, well, she would like me. <laughs> <laughs> She, uh, oh, what was, oh, we'd walk to the corner from our house to the Route 1, and Ma would drive us sometime, and we'd get her started and then jump out of the car. <laughs> she she knew how, how to stop it, but she didn't know how to get started. <laughs> you were Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> I must be related to you. <laughs> Unless that middle guy could be. But you think this is Grandpa Callahan's father? I'm almost. Is positive. that his mom? Oh no, that'd be his sister too. But I don't know what sister. How were the Callahans as a family different from the Myers as a family? The Meyer family were more loving, I would say. Friendlier, you said earlier. Well, both. I mean, they when you see them, they'd hug you. Well, I don't remember getting any hugs from any Callahan's. Do you? Oh, my dad. Well, yeah. Not just that's just like the Urbans. They're very, very loving. Um, in your lifetime, in ninety-seven years. What has been the biggest um, change that, that you've seen? Has it been in? Well, I'd say in science. In science, okay. That's the first thing that you think of in science, such as? Well, just like cataracts. If you have a, have a gallbladder or something, they could remove it so easy. Or just, you know, but... Uh, Oh, just Science, so medicine, mm-hmm. technology. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you use a computer or an iPad? Mm-hmm. Do I? Uh-huh. I can use the, I don't use the iPad. And I don't, I just use the computers, not much. So at 97 today, what do you do to, to keep busy and entertain yourself? I do jigsaw puzzles. 
I've got, would you like one? <laughs> <laughs> yes, if it's from you, I would, yes. It takes, the time goes so fast doing it. You can be there and pretty soon it's an hour or two long gone. And uh, kids give me these books. I, I do them, but I'm not crazy about them. They're so over there, yeah. That's my second, my office. Sure. <laughs> I'm sitting in your that office. chair is your office. Mm -hmm. And I watch, I love to watch basketball. I don't care for football. But I do like basketball. But um, I did play bridge until about a year ago. And I just decided I was too much trouble. Because somebody would have to come and get me and bring me home. Do you miss it? Oh, kind of. I like cards. You want to play? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I like to play cards. Do you play that game of... Uh, well, you start with what, three's wild and then four. Yes. What's the name of that game? Liverpool Rummy. Is that what you could know? That's no, that's, I thought that's what Grandma Callahan called it. No, this is different. Oh, I don't. Well, you start with three cards. Okay. Threes are wild. Oh, threes are wild. Four cards, fours are wild. Five cards, fives are wild. Oh. And you go clear up to, to through kings. I haven't played that. It's fun. It's easy. What What do you miss about uh, not having Aunt Jody here? When I want to know something, I'd call her up. There are several times I think, just like I wonder if Naomi Nielsen's still alive. That's Chris, not Nielsen. I mean, because we were good friends, but I've never heard. I did take the Milford paper, but there just wasn't anything. <laughs> you know, Aunt Nita, uh, if I live to be 97, I hope that I am as uh, strong and viable and interesting uh, as you are. Well, maybe the Lord bless you. <laughs> I hope he does. I hope he does. Dick, anything you want to ask? Yeah, I'd like to know how Jill and Helen met. Oh, how did Grandma and Grandpa Callahan meet? I don't know. Don't know. Think of I anything? Have, I have a question. What would you say has been your proudest accomplishment your whole life? Great question. The thing you're the most proud of? Well... I was voted Teacher of the Year from our school. And uh, when I won second prize at the state in speech when I was in high school. Are any, were any of your children or your grandchildren, uh, do they enjoy public speaking like, like you did? I think that... Becky's one boy does. Okay. I mean, he can get up and sing. Well, Landon, too, they're, both, they're musical, and they can sing. And, and You said earlier you wanted to marry someone that was a farmer, somebody that had a 
Christian faith, and what was the third thing? Friendly. Friendly, yeah, Fr- friendly. And then you you married and you started your family and your your farming operation together. Um, as you look back on that, and, and now, now your son Mark involved in the dairy operation, and now your grandsons involved in the dairy operation. Thinking about agriculture as a business, would you encourage young people to get involved in agriculture and specifically dairy production? Well, it's a good source of income. The hardest thing would be all the things you have to buy unless you've got some backing. I mean, it just far like costs about a million dollars. And then you've got, like, all your equipment you've got to have, because you've got to have some land for to produce the, and empty your manure on and all that stuff. That would be the big, unless they can get started with somebody that's going to retire and all that. Would you encourage Landon to come into the business? If he'd like to, probably. But I don't think he... You know, some of them are born to be farmers and some aren't. Now, this guy right by here, by you. Yep, right here in the, with the dairy cow. Yeah. He loves it. He had several... Um, winnings on uh, showmanship and that makes him more interested right but like if there's something going on he just would stay home and help, help his dad as you know go somewhere so it sounds like you're saying really pretty much what your parents said if you like it pursue it yeah. follow your own path yeah if you don't like it forget it well, I got to say, Aunt Nita, you are one of, if not the most resilient people I know. And the example I give is that on the horrible day, and it was a horrible day, uh, for you to greet people who loved Uncle Myron, um, you fell, your face was every color in the rainbow uh, as you greeted family and friends to say goodbye to Uncle Myron. And there you were, strong as an oak tree, and today you'd never know that you fell, um, and you're still standing like that oak. A little shaky. (laughs) You don't want it to get too windy, huh? I've got some fried chicken. Okay. All right. We're ready to eat.